Hello everyone and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. This podcast is being brought to you by Elite Vacation Homes. If you need a home in the Central Florida area to visit Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, or any of the other attractions in Central Florida, contact Elite Vacation Homes at EliteVacationHomes.com. show is also being brought to you by David's Vacation Club Rentals. If you want to try any of the DVC resorts for really, really good prices, staying at the Boardwalk, Old Key West, Polly, Grand Floridian, Saratoga Springs, any of the DVC resorts, contact David's at DVCByRequest.com. Show is also being brought to you by Scooter Vacations. If you need a scooter for anything in the Central Florida area, contact our friends at Scooter Vacations at scootervacations.com. And last but not least, if you need to book a trip anywhere in the world, and especially Walt Disney World, contact me at American Tourist Travel, and we will help you out with all your travel needs. So that's it, guys. We're going to hop on the train and head on over to the pub. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. I'm joined, as always, by my good buddy, John. Happy Mother's Day, John. Well, I don't think that applies to me. Oh, it doesn't? Yeah, I'm pretty sure not. Oh, it's Uh, a happy Mother's Day to all, but I'm saying you get to go home and spend a beautiful day on Mother's Day with the beautiful Lisa, right? Yes, yes, indeed. Uh, I'm I'm heading home, so uh, I'll head home, and I'm going to grill her some steaks tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow is, is the day we'll celebrate a little bit. But I already gave her gifts last night. I stopped at Cast Connection and got her a couple of T-shirts. So she's oh. happy. Oh, that's awesome, dude. I'm jelly. I want some Cast Connection T-shirts, John. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, next time you're in there, you're going to have to send me some pictures, and I'll send you some money down if there's some cool T-shirts I want. If I can find anything that I know you would like, I would I'd pick it up. But a lot of it's just uh, – I mean mo- – Honestly, most of it's merchandise that was from festivals mm-hmm. that I don't buy because I if I don't go to a something, I'm not going to buy it. You know, well, that's just me. I know so. you're thinking me because you got me to Port Orleans uh, Afghan, the, the, the blanket, yeah. and you've got me other things from the friendship boats and stuff like that, So and, and my train. So I know you love me, John, and you think of me, but, you know, I know if there was a Rose and Crown t-shirt in there, you'd buy it for me. <laughs> uh, they've, they've had one in there. And it was, I think they had small and 4XL. Okay. So <laughs> I didn't see you. I didn't see you getting into either one of those. No, not at so, all, Johnny. Yeah. I'm a medium, large kind of guy. Yeah, Be- you know what they have a lot of right now, uh, just about any size you can imagine, is Run Disney up the Yin Yang. Yeah. So uh, I mean, yeah. everybody that wants a Run Disney thing, yeah, there's gobs of it in there. I prefer the Princess Half Marathon. Yeah, I prefer large myself, but Brenda likes put me into mediums if they're. A little bigger because she likes to see my guns and my body she tells me you know what i'm saying and i don't see that john because i'm an old fart at 55 Ooh. i have no guns or body in my opinion but she goes you look better with the snugger shirt i'm like yeah i feel like a, a sausage hun <laughs> i don't know what to tell you man you you got her you got her uh blinded with don't love, i do dog good dude. job everybody at work thinks i hypnotized her or something like that <laughs> <laughs> but anyhow now get back to what we were saying happy mother's day to all the wonderful mothers that listen to this show and uh 
you guys are the greatest. You're what makes this world go around. So we appreciate you. I miss mine. I know you miss yours, John. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, just about every day I think of her. So yeah, 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 man. She's been gone for I think almost 15 years now. So yeah. and and it's amazing that it's been that long when you have somebody that important in your life and you still come across your mind every day. You know. Yeah, mine's been going 30 years now, John. Almost. Wow. Yeah. Man, it breaks my heart. Uh, uh, yeah, it's 29 years. 29 years, I think it is. What am I, 55? Yeah, tw I think it's 28, 29 years. It's been a long time. We bought the house in 95. She passed in 93. So, yeah, 30 years, John. You know, that's crazy. I can't believe it's been that long, but I miss her and I love her. So, happy Mother's Day, Mom. And, uh,. All of, like I said, all the mothers out there, we got some great ones. I hope uh, Tommy Lee's taking care of Judith, and I hope uh, she's having a wonderful day. You know, because she's not only a great mother, but she's also, uh, with the nursing and all that stuff, she's a wonderful human. So I hope she has a wonderful Mother's Day. You just hope her Boston Celtics don't beat your 76ers. Other than that, you hope she has a great day. No, I'll, sure. be, I'll be saying mother in another way if the Sixers <laughs> lose today. <laughs> you know, just so I'm saying. But... All I know is they, they, they better work as hard as most mothers do today. Is all I'm saying because they've been, it's been sad. So we shall see. The loser today has to buy the winner a hat. And Tommy did that old Jedi mind trick the other day when they right before the game started. Here he goes, "What's your favorite kind of hat? What hat do you want? Because there's no way we're winning. You know that crap was to put the jinx on him. You know exactly what that was about." It was that old yeah. Jedi mind trick, wasn't it? Don't you think yeah, that, John? Absolutely. Pat pulled all that out a couple of years ago in our yeah. fantasy football league. Don't you remember? Yeah. Oh, there ain't a chance I can beat you guys this week. No, mm -hmm. no. I didn't think he would fall in the old Pachinetti crumb bum rules, but he absolutely did, dude. <laughs> yeah, absolutely did. I wonder if Brady caught up the other teams. There's no way I'm beating you tomorrow, Mr. Dan Marino. I can't beat you. And just to do that mind trick i think tommy got that from tommy what do you think okay. probably probably but anyhow I, you know i have to get brady every chance i can get john you do no apparently no. guy's done with football and you're still picking out i still don't believe until the first snap of the season i don't believe he's done somebody god forbid some quarterback gets hurt in the preseason and they kiss his you know what enough he might come back until the season starts i don't trust him that's the reason I believe he said he wasn't going to start with Fox for at least another year, just to, just in case he gets the flare-up to come back. So The itch. Yeah, the itch. So Anyhow, what I did is uh, and when I hang up from you, I'm making the girls. Uh, I'm doing sockeye salmon with that mustard sauce that we do. I'm doing a... Uh, Fresh corn on the grill, uh, asparagus on the grill, and baked potato on the grill, John. Get that grill going. You better stop at that gas, uh, the propane place, and get filled up. Yeah, I, th I think I have a spare, John. I always have two, okay. two, two, maybe three propane. Because I have a propane heater in the garage, so I have four tanks here always floating around. Okay. Yeah. Oh, dude, I'm serious about my cooking. And then I got up this morning, came downstairs at 6.30 and made the girls breakfast, made my home fries. Uh, instead of pork roll, I did a uh, Canadian bacon because we had this really good Canadian bacon. I did my home fries, Canadian bacon, 
and fresh scrambled eggs for the girls this morning with toast, John. I made their coffee. Wasn't that nice of me, Johnny? You're, you're so sweet, Doug. I got up and went to work so I could afford to buy groceries for the wife. How about that, huh? Yeah, take yeah, that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're... Well, I did that too, John, but not today. I'll be doing that tomorrow while you're uh, off. Overtime. Yeah, this yeah. is overtime. Yeah, I'll be doing that tomorrow while you're off. But anywho, uh, hear all the crazy stuff going on. Uh, crazy good stuff at Disney World. Uh, park reservations are definitely ending in uh, 2024 for uh, anybody staying on property for the week. So I just booked another trip last night for a client and... Uh, they got to hear me crying about park reservations, and they'll be glad they won't have to hear that anymore, John. Yeah, yeah, so that's coming to an end. I saw uh, what uh, they're going to make it so you can go anywhere after, what, 2.30 or something like that. And there's going to be, uh, uh, even for annual passes and then us cast members at some point next year, there'll be good-to-go days where you don't have to worry about making reservations for anything. So. And, and honestly, Doug, you know, spring break and the 4th of July and, and uh, the summer, it, it uh, I don't mind too much having to make a reservation because it allows me to, to make sure I'm going to get into the park and that type of stuff. And and if I doubt if it does, but if it does control the crowd a little bit, that would be nice. I mean, you know, but I doubt it. No, I don't think it does either. I just think it allows them to know what they're ha- who they're having. Well, and supposedly it helps staffing, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. and, and I have seen in certain circumstances, I have seen um, like when I'm doing shuttle buses between parks and stuff, especially early in the morning, I have seen like, uh, I'll go to the Animal Kingdom and there'll be like five janitors that get on the bus and uh, maybe six or seven short order cooks that go ride the bus over to the Magic Kingdom because they did they weren't needed at Animal Kingdom and there's going to be a bigger crowd at, at Magic Kingdom. So maybe in some way it does help a little bit, you know. Yeah. Oh, well, hopefully it helps. We'll we'll we'll, we'll pretend it does. How's that sound? So there we're you being go. Positive. Makes us makes us feel a little better. Yeah, but that's a good thing. The other thing is, is I don't think this is a good thing, is I don't think it's worth it. But they are bringing back the dining plan, which that also tells me. And do you know that uh, Walt Disney World was the only uh, park of all the parks that was actually down revenue in the last quarter? And they're saying they asked what the reasoning was with surveys and stuff of fans. It was the price points and the and the uh, reservations Stupid and stuff. Lightning lane. Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. The price gouging is basically what it is. So hopefully uh, people stop buying it. And hopefully the crowds go down so it's not worthless. They're talking about being out to do your fast passes with Genie Plus in the new year too. With it, prior to coming down, which I don't like that either. Because I, I just want you to, I want, I want them to bring back, and I know I've said it a hundred times, bring back the kiosks for pa- fast passes. Let me go up on my phone with the tickets in my phone on my Disney Experience and scan it and get a return time for a free fast pass. Do you agree with me on that? Yeah, but it ain't gonna happen. That's the pipe dream, buddy. Well, it I didn't think happen. I didn't think prices would go down, and I didn't think they would stop putting some rides on Lightning Lane either. But that's starting to go that way. John, things are getting things are not getting better as far as like my jobs where I'm looking. Usually, I see jobs with construction two, three years out. I see nothing right now. Because there's no with the way prices are and everything right now. There's people are losing their disposable income. And I think Disney's starting to see it. 
and I think that's why there's the 25 and there's a lot of uh, I'm getting a lot of uh, hotel discounts too that I didn't get last year either you didn't see a lot of advertising for discounts on hotel and re and uh, stays did you last year no, they didn't have to when uh, everybody came back after COVID. No, yeah. they didn't need to advertise. Yeah, well, so. we have 25% off hotel rooms and, and Disney Cruise Lines offering all kind of discounts. So, I, I, like, construction's one of the first things that gets slow when things get bad. And I'm going to have work because I, do, I don't just do drywall and I just don't do my union because I have my own business. But... For just our union, I I don't I don't see a bright future right now, John. I really don't because uh, usually I'll hear rumors of, oh, Golden Nugget's going to do this, uh, Taj Mahal's doing. Yeah, you understand what I'm saying? All these uh, Hard Rock's doing it. Like I don't hear any of that in the pipeline. I hear one job that's in the pipeline. There's a couple hospitals, which they're constantly doing work because it's gambling's not a necessity but a hospital is you know so that has to continue because yeah. that also has federal and uh, state money but things are you know things are going to get worse before they get better i think john so but these are a lot of positive things that uh prices are coming down a little bit and uh you don't see the crowds you were seeing do you it's may right now uh, May is never that busy. I mean, April was pretty busy with the spring break, March and April and stuff like that. It, I'll get a really decent indication of, of what the crowds are going to be like probably the second week of June because that's when it really picks up for the summertime and stuff like that. So uh, I'll get a better idea then. I mean, it really depends, Doug. I mean, I'll go to, like, uh, some resorts. Uh, uh, Riviera is a prime example. There's never a crowd at Riviera. And I, I pick up and there's only like seven people going to the Magic Kingdom. But then, of course, I do a resort like Pop Century or All-Star Sports, and there's gobs of people, you mm -hmm. know, I mean, just uh, multitudes. And so it, it's really, it really depends on the resort and stuff like that, on, on how I gauge mm -hmm. uh, crowds. And then I don't real I mean, I went to Animal Kingdom last week and it looked normal. I wouldn't say mm -hmm. it was utterly slow or, I mean, I don't know if we'll ever see it like, uh, a couple of times that me and Lisa went in 2008, 2009, when it was practically, you know, empty. No, no. Uh, the, uh, the, uh, yeah, but, we were really, everybody was really broke at the time, but no, yeah, no. it was it was great to go to the parks. So. Yeah, like right now you got the, I'm watching the 4K WDW walkthrough they do to live, and he's doing, he's walking through right now, uh, International Gateway, like walking over from the boardwalk area. Yeah, yeah. And there's people, but like walking in, the last two trips we've had, every time we've gone to International Gateway, there's, you know, 20, 30, 40, you know, there's people around. We're never, like, packed, but there's people. Like, here it reminds me of the old times where there's, like, a couple in front, a couple people here. It's like, there's hardly anybody out. You know, it's, like, peaceful. So, I, I don't see the crowds that I was seeing when I'm watching these. And the other thing is, is uh, I booked a couple trips. And in November, food and wine, you know, usually I call during food and wine and there's multiple resorts that don't have availability. I got prices at eight resorts and all eight resorts had availability. And and they're all overpriced. Yeah, they're all overpriced. <laughs> they are. That's why, that's why why they have availability, right? They haven't figured that out yet. But yeah. the point is, is this time last year, if I would have called now for October, November, I'd have been limited to the resort that I could have picked for the client. Yeah. I came back with eight prices for them from eight different resorts. And I was shocked, every single one of them. And they all had 
all three rooms. Like they had the value, they had a, a garden view, and they had the premium view. You know what I'm saying? Usually you'll get what, if they did have a room, you're stuck with whatever rooms that are left. If that makes sense to you. So the volume is much, there's more volume too. So I like it for us. I feel it's bad for Disney, but I like it for me and you, John. We might be able to get to enjoy our parks again. Yeah, that would be nice. And if they could come down and, you know, start maybe. Doug, all it's going to take is, you know, and they they kind of indicated that already, bringing the dining plan back. You know what? If they get really slow, all they're gonna do is go free dining, yes, and people yeah. come flooding back, even though it's not a deal. And no. we know it's not a deal, but I tell all my it. clients, ninety-nine, they nine, love it. Yeah, seventy-five to eighty percent of the time, and if not ninety-nine percent of the time, you're, you're better doing the room discount. Go into Target, and get a get a Target card, and get ten percent or five percent off, and get a thousand dollar in Disney gift cards, and go spend them. You can eat the way you want instead of. We figured out the dining plan. You got to buy the most expensive thing on the on the menu every day for it to be worth it. And you got to make sure to use all your snack credits, yeah. all your all your meal credits, and make sure you. And on your snack credits, I mean, if you can use them for the food and wine festival, make sure you get like the lobster roll and the, and the scallop yeah. dish and the yeah. tenderloin with. I mean, there's a lot of mathematics that goes into it if you're going to make it worth your while. Yep. I've said this a billion times, I'm redundant with it, but if you're in the mood that day for bangers and mash for $23, $24, you're screwing yourself. <laughs> it's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, because you need to eat. Last time yeah, I was paid, on the, you paid for that New York strip, so yeah, you better get that New York strip. Yeah, last time we were in the dining plan, I had steak like five out of seven nights, John. My wife's like, yep. you're getting steak again? I'm like, well, well yeah. yeah, might as well. Clog the arteries, honey. we got to break even here. <laughs> <laughs> you know but uh so but anyhow where else we at here john speaking of food and food and wine eat to the beat concert series announced their uh lineup john Ooh, is my favorite band on there i'd say yes and i don't even know yet but we'll say yes a tba to be to be announced yes yes actually I love them guys dude they are not playing there this year. No! Oh, <laughs> no, man! There's no TBA. Oh, my that God. That is crazy, dude. Okay, I have no clue who this is. I got to look it up. Who ah. is July 28th and 29th, John? This is the Eat to the Beat concert series. And where are we at here, Johnny? The performers lineup has been announced for the Eat to the Beat concert series presented by Florida Bloom medicare at the 2023 epcot international food and wine festival presented by corksicle john never forget when i called them they were very nice to me but they go you can't say nothing but we already have something in the works and we cannot do anything with you until this is announced (laughs) (laughs) but okay who is orin orinthy Orinthy. You know who Orinthy is? O-R-I-A-N-T-H-I. You know who that is? I haven't a clue. Well, I gotta look it up, John. So what Orinthy. happened crazy today? Anything crazy today? Well, see, I left the house this morning, and uh, the little road that I leave on, there was a car crash. Uh, but probably I, I left at like 345, so I'm thinking some fool went out drinking last night and, and crashed his car. 
but that means that my road is blocked, so I have to turn around and go about 11 miles out of my way to make it a big U-turn all the way around it. I got past it, so now I'm a little, I'm, you know, running behind. I get another four or five miles up ahead, and I come around a turn, and there's a blazing bonfire in the middle of the road. <laughs> and I pull up on it, and it's not a blazing bonfire, it's a blazing car. Oh, Jesus. And so, I, yeah, I pulled a little past it, and then I'm like, well, I can't ignore that. I guess I should call 911. So I got the phone, and I was calling it, and as I was calling, or getting ready to the fire truck turned down the street and moved towards it so obviously they were uh, had responded already so but a single car all by itself and it looked like a newer car just blazing on fire uh, that is so what weird. in the world happened yeah what it's, in the world happened that is so weird uh one of my workers one of the painters that works on the job dan his uh I come in Friday asking him how his night was. He goes, oh, it was great. We stayed late, went home, and uh, my daughter's car caught on fire. Okay. Here wow. his daughter was driving down the highway, like uh, interstate, like the expressway, turnpike or whatever, and uh, here her feet started to get hot. And here she smelled something. She pulled over, jumped out, and here her car was on fire. She had, had like a 2013 uh, Nissan Altima, whatever it was. Here the car caught on fire, John. I couldn't tell what it was. Hey, maybe there's a chance that's what it was. It was a uh, sedan-looking little car, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so it was something like a Nissan or a, or a little uh, Honda Camry or something like that. Allegedly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it was some type of little sedan. I'll there go with you that. go. How about that? Orinthy Penny. Her name is Orinthy Penny Panagaris. Is known. In Australia, she's an Australian guitarist, singer, and songwriter who rehearsed in 2009 with Michael Jackson and performed with Alice Cooper, touring band. Her two, she has a 2009 debut single, According to You, which went to number three in Japan. So she's an international recording star, John, we'll say. She's so played with Carlos Santana, so she it looks pretty interesting, John. A good chance that a lot of, maybe some of the... Uh... Uh, visitors from overseas will know who she is and we won't have a clue yeah well she can play a good guitar i'm into it there you go uh she's there well, to she played with santana then yeah. that's pretty good indication so. absolutely she's there july 28th and 29th july 30th and 31st for king and country john which is new uh the fourth and fifth i've never heard of southern avenue of you no, but I'm going to go. They probably play some 38 Special and uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival. I don't know why, but that sounds a little uh, a little like it. What do you think? Yeah, probably. I'll, I'll give you a few bars. I think we're alone now. Who's that? Uh, 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 hold on. Um, uh, dun, that woman. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, schnitzel. I can't think of it. Schnitzel? Schnitzel. Schnitzel. Tiffany. Oh, I should have known that. Yeah, you should have. These two I really like. This girl, uh, I love Ruben Stoddart. You know who he is? No, I'm afraid not. He won American Idol. But he's also going to be with another idol named Haley Reinhardt. And she does, do you love the song Benny and the Jets? Uh, yeah, I like almost anything by Billy Joel and Melton John, so yeah. yeah. Well, we're, 
I love but Benny and the Jets. It's one of my favorite songs. It was actually when I was a little kid, about six, seven years old, whatever it was. That was like one of the first songs I fell in love with as a kid. I remember it was one of my first favorite songs. So, but she does a rendition of it. She has like this real uh, scratchy voice. She's a phenomenal singer, and uh, she does. I love that song. Hopefully. August 11th and 12th. Maybe I can get to come down for my birthday and uh, check that out. But she does a really good version of Benny and the Jets. Holy moly. Never seen this. Kevin Bacon really must have got screwed over by Madoff. Because <laughs> he lost a lot of money. It was a shame by Bernie Madoff. You heard about that, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the Bacon brothers, John, are performing August 13th and 14th. So he's really trying to make up some uh, some money. Oh, you know, you know, half of them Hollywood guys have friggin' dreams of being a rock star. Yes. So. Yeah, so anyway, the Bacon Brothers are uh, performing August 13th and 14th. Uh, Joey Fatone and Friends, 18th through the 21st. Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones is a football player, isn't he? Running back? Yeah, he is. From the Green Bay Packers? Uh, I don't know Aaron Jones, the singer, but uh, he's going to be there August 25th, or she, or... Whatever pronoun I'm supposed to use, John, I apologize here. Uh, Aaron Jones will be there 25th and 26th. 27th and 28th is Philip Phillips, John. He's another American Idol. So Disney buying American Idol is really paying off for him, isn't it, John? Well, apparently they'll always have an uh, ongoing stream of artists. Playing, yeah. so. Baja Men, September 1st and 2nd. Mercy Me, 3rd and 4th. Ray Parker Jr., Eighth and ninth, isn't he the one that did the? Uh, ain't afraid of no ghost. Yes, he is. Yeah, but oh, I'm proud of myself for that. That might be about the only. That yeah. might be about the only song I know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't afraid of no ghost. <laughs> I miss those days, Doug. I miss those days when a big blockbuster movie would come out and it'd have a couple of songs from it that you knew mm. automatically were from that movie. You know. Oh, dude! One of the ones that come to my name right, my top of my head right away is uh, forty. I mean, uh, what you call it? Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Herbie Hancock. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then you can't you think for, of Top Gun and Kenny Loggins. Uh, I mean, you know, dude, don't get me great in, 80 movies. Dude, you <laughs> have no many times me, I've sat there and sang Highway like to, to the attention. Danger Zone. Who knows? It could be my pal. Uh, I, I thought you were playing uh, when the boys play. No, come on now. Stop it. <laughs> now you're, 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 now you're really hitting uh, below the belt, John. You're being all mean. Right, all right. But anyway, who is Toby Mac? No, no, no. Okay. Sorry. That's he's there tenth and eleventh or she whatever. Uh, September fifteenth and sixteenth is Celebrity Latin Talent. Now who the hell is that? Is that new TVA for Latin singers? Yeah, yeah, that that's probably some random Latin singer that will get at some point. They don't want to put TVA. And then the seventeenth and eighteenth is Raul Acosta and Oro Solidi Solidi, and they're new. La, and then 17th and 18th, September 22nd and 23rd is Los Amigos Invisible. I have no clue who that is. 98 degrees. Oh, my God. My boy's going to be down there, John. Got your boy bands. Yeah, my goodness. Uh, October 2nd, Boys to Men. Philly, Philly, baby. They're going to be there from... They're going to be there, like I said, October uh, September 29th, October 2nd. 
Mark Willis is there, the sixth and the seventh. Sugar Ray, dude, he's living off this. I think that's all he does now is do the Eat to the Beat concert. Uh, he's there October 8th and 9th. One of my favorite names for a band ever, John. October 13th and 14th, Hoobastank. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good one. Yeah. October 15th and 16th, uh, you're every woman in the world to me, John. I hope not. You know who knows sings that? Uh, Air Supply. Very good. That's a song I proposed to my wife with. You're every woman in the world to me at Christmas time, John. Aren't you? Aren't you romantic? Aren't I, though? I'm surprised she said yes. Still, John. <laughs> uh, October twentieth and twenty first, uh, Taylor Dane. Uh, that's who I thought. That's who I was thinking of. That's who I was trying to think of when you had the Tiffany song. Yeah, they're. T- 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 I mean, come on, Tiffany's pop. Taylor Dane's hard. She's rocking, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, Caribbean Queen, we're sailing. Billy Ocean. Very good. October twenty second and twenty third. Man, I uh, look how much better I am at eighties music than I am at <laughs> modern <Yep>. music. <laughs> uh, tell me if th- tell me if this is a hint for you. Do wop, do do wop. Hanson. Very good. Dude, you're just knocking out of the park. October 27th and 30th. I, I can tell these groups that have been there before, yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, here we go. November 3rd and 4th. We the Kings. They're new. Don't know who they are. October, yep. November 5th and 6th is Sheila E. Uh, I slipped there, didn't I, John? Yeah. No- Sixth. Yes. Yeah. Yes, November ten and eleventh is Big Bad Voodoo Daddy, and then to end the series is one of my favorites is uh, November twelfth and thirteenth, thirty eight special, John. There you go. Well, again, I we joke about all this, but I think this is great. It's uh, when you get free music. I mean, I know you're paying for it as part of your ticket, but. You know, if you went to the casinos or Vegas or anywhere to see any of these groups, you'd pay $30, $40, $50, still to sell them. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's a deal to have uh, air supply and Nick, you know, in a 98 degrees and all these groups here. You know what I'm saying? 38 special. So I like the to the Beat concert series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always a good time getting a, getting a little uh, snack and, and hearing some live music. Yeah, I remember uh, we were, when we were there with Carmen and Brian, who was a uh, cult of personality, was there, man. She rushed the stage like she was 18 years old again, John. You remember that? Yeah, there you go. Good for her. We were happy. She was enjoying that. Yeah, it was a good time. Very good time. Uh, construction update for Tiana's Bayou Adventure at the Magic Kingdom. Now they're all working down inside the... All the streams where the, the flume goes through, they're making they're making progress on it, John. I don't think yeah, I'll, it's, you know, I don't think I'll ever be happy with the change on this one. I think I'll be I, like I, Dennis and Bob with Maelstrom. <laughs> You'll be devastated. Uh, well, I mean, even me personally, I preferred Maelstrom to, to Frozen, but uh, I'm also not the uh, uh, the what the demographic they're going off going for with Frozen. So. No, I think. I don't know, but I'll say it anyway. I think any Disney nut like us would prefer Maelstrom over Frozen, but I think all the newbies in the newer generation 
would prefer frozen, especially with daughters. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm certain. Yeah, yeah, and Doug, our minds might be changed too if we had a, a six-year-old daughter. So, I mean, Lisa loves it. So, well, yeah, me and Brenda thought it was. We we didn't hate it, John. It just, I, even though it's decent, I don't think as much as that movie made Disney, and as much as it is liked, I don't think if you had a rate. The what they did for that ride on a scale of one to ten, it would be a one for effort. What do you think? Uh, probably a three. But Not very good. You get my gist on what I'm saying. For if you weigh the now, Toy Story Midway Mania does Toy Story justice. Am I wrong? No, that's a lot of fun. I mean, and then you look at something like Avatar and. and and I don't even care about the movie, but the attraction's amazing, you yeah. know. So the Lion King does the Lion King justice. There, I mean, what they did, they just threw that together. That was the, that was, it was just a, a push to make money off of Frozen. Is all it was. They did the least well, amount in there that they could, they could well, possibly think about do. the other, think about the other classic Frozen. Uh, let's let's step away from the big blockbuster ginormous movies. What about like uh, uh, the Little Mermaid? Uh, do you think that does uh, Little Mermaid justice? Well, I think the new Little Mermaid job at the uh, ride at the Magic Kingdom, the job they did on that's a thousand times better than Frozen. But I don't think it's the, great. What about the VR uh, or the uh, uh, just the little story times with Dell thing for Beauty and the Beast? I mean, Beauty. I love they do have a full restaurant. You know, there's a full restaurant themed after Beauty and the Beast. But I mean, Beauty and the Beast was a mega hit them and they really only have a little story time thing for her yeah well it's the same thing they did I think they did the same I'll give them the same credit on Frozen that I give them for uh, Turtle Talk with Crush with the ride through you go by the little aquariums and get to see in the screen where they put Like I think they could have did so much better in Living with the Seas with that shell ride you, do you disagree with me on that yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's there's so much more they could have done that there, and and so much more they could have done with the other stuff. But I don't know. I think Frozen would, if it actually was in Fantasyland, it would fit in just fine because it to me it does have that um, uh, Little Mermaid and Winnie the Pooh and uh, Peter Pan type of feel to it. I think it would make a lot of sense there and it'd fit a lot better there. But it's just it it also suffers from its location because we are so we miss Maelstrom so much. Yeah, yeah, we miss Mousham, but they, they did the bare minimum. Like, they should have did, like, no in Frozen, the original one, where they're outside in the snow all that time, and they're rolling and throwing snowballs at each other, and then they get caught, and, and then they see the troll. Like, they should have had, like, areas where you went through different phases. Like, when you went into an area with, with Olaf and all, you should have felt the cold. It should have had, like, fake snow in there. There should have been more effects than just seeing little... Uh, animatronics here and there. They they did the bare minimum was what my point is. Yeah. That that's my point. That, that Frozen is out of all the movies. I bet you Frozen out of uh, is top ten franchise as far as making Disney money. What do you think? Oh, absolutely. So I think they didn't do it justice. My point is they should have had areas where you went through different scenes and you should have felt like you were more immersed in those scenes than just riding around and, and hearing her sing the song for the 10,000th time. 
Well, they definitely could have put something cold in there. I mean, just think about the way Test Rack used to be, where, yeah, the different yeah. weather conditions. Yeah, so. different rooms. Like, remember the ice house that you went into? There should have been more ice, maybe icicles falling 3D. Or, you understand what I'm saying? Like, scaring you in the boat. Or, they could have did so much more with it, John. They should have had a troll area where the trolls were rolling around on screen. Or, Do you disagree with me on that? I could have, but I, I, I don't know if this, if again, if this was in fantasy land, I don't think we'd complain about it. It's just because it's in Maelstrom that we uh, upset. So. Yeah. Well, I just think they did the bare minimum. That's why I'm upset. It could have been a greater ride. There's, there's so much more in that story that they didn't tell than just let it go, let it go. It's all you well, get. yeah, but all fantasy lands like that. I mean, there's there's more stuff they could have done with Peter Pan. There's more stuff, certainly more stuff they could have done with uh, Winnie the Pooh. Cause yeah, Winnie but the Pooh and you're basically right. Basically, feels like a, a carnival ride. You're you know, kind of so. right, but I will say the original Peter Pan when that came out, that flying around in that in that ride vehicle is that's an event. That ride vehicle in Peter Pan is better the entire Frozen ride, John. <laughs> All right, well then, yeah, yeah, yeah that's unfair because that is a really cool ship. Yes, uh, exactly. The, the, and it was the, made uh, 30 years ago. Attraction. Yeah. yeah, the Little Mermaid attraction. I mean, I mean, I would I would put Frozen and Little Mermaid on par. So. Yeah, but you get my point with that. Peter Pan is, for when they made that to what it is, it's incredible. And I think Winnie the Pooh's better than it, but it's neither. Ah, I don't know about that. But... Winnie the Pooh was created how many years ago? It just They just threw that together. I hope that... I have a feeling they're going to do the same thing with this Tiana ride. With They're going to do the bare minimum because the ride's exciting as it is. And I'm afraid they're going to do the bare minimum. I guess we'll find out. We will. Uh, Bob Iger asked if Florida wants Disney to invest more... Employ, invest more, employ more people, and pay more taxes or not. So we're still in the good old I can pee further than you match down there. Uh, what else do we have? Walt Disney Company reports quarter two, 2023 earnings with results slightly down at Walt Disney World. I mean, dude, it's bad when Walt Disney World is the only one down. And Disneyland Paris is up, John. <laughs> I mean, how did that happen? Well, you know, you know what part of that is what they're going to blame it on, Doug. Well, we had to give our cast members a raise. Well, that's what they are blaming it on, and that's bullcrap. And that is apps. Do you guys have been so underpaid? Hey, know what they could have did? Iger and and Chapik and all these other ones could have not took their ten million dollar bonus, and you could have pretended you made money. They're they're scumbags to blame you guys for that. And that's exactly I, what I they, they did. Were. I mean, that's exactly what it, uh, they're going to say. So of course it is. If you read the article, it's exactly, and you guys are still, with with the cost of living now of Florida, especially when everybody is abandoning the Northeast and moving down there, uh, and the prices of housing and food and everything else has gone up as bad it is, as bad as it has, you guys are still so severely underpaid. It's disgusting, and for them to even mention you guys are the problem is 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 scum to me. But it's typical. As they're, you know, uh, let me raise lightning lane from my moat, lovey. Uh, Disney's, dude, we can go buy some drones, John. Disney's theme park, no-fly zone, may be at risk from the new legislation co-sponsored by 
Lauren Bobart and Majority Taylor Green. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Green. I don't know, John. Should we go buy a couple of uh, uh, drones and fly around, buddy? I would like to see some more. I've seen just about everything I need to see out there, but yeah, it'd be cool to fly up and down uh, uh, the Sasagula River. Yeah, it would be. I could just see uh, good old CT from Magnum PI starting his helicopter <laughs> company fly over Walt Disney World. I I really don't want that, dude, because one of the beauties about being there is not hearing all that crap. Oh, there's definitely, uh, but it's been going on for the last, uh, ever since we came back from COVID. There is one um, company that all operates these black helicopters, and they are all over the place constantly. So apparently they get away with it. They've been getting away, for, well, away no, with the, it for a long time. It's probably, so. it's probably Iger's cousin, and he's giving them a kickback. It's the only reason. I don't know, but it's annoying. It's incredible. And, and a lot of, uh, from what I've heard, it's, uh, sometimes it's uh, making commercials and stuff like that. But I see them way too much for them to just be uh, making commercials. They've mm. got to be sightseeing tours. Yeah, they're so. probably Disney-owned somehow. Disney's making something off that to allow that. Because uh, I think Iger would shoot them down. <laughs> uh, Disney's 100 Cinderella, 100-year Cinderella coach popcorn bucket arrives at Magic Kingdom on May 11th. It arrived a couple days ago, John. Yeah, I had people on the bus looking for them the other day. Yeah. I think they were a day off. Yeah, they're, ta- they're talking about the line. Presley wants one. He wants a popcorn bucket. Apparently. I'm very excited. Yeah, he to go out and see his mommy and his aunt. But yeah, I've heard the uh, lines are just as bad as them as they were for Figment, if not worse, right now. So. Yep. I don't know why, uh, you know, Pumbaa didn't get the love. I went and got a Pumbaa and a Timon the other day. Well, Pumbaa's awesome. Why Why didn't Pumbaa and Timon get them? I love I both know. of them. I don't know. There wasn't nearly a line for them. I think there was one person getting one when I was there. I think these are, how much were they? Uh, the, I think they were 25 and 15. Okay, I think these are 29. Yeah, the bigger ones, the more intricate ones are, are well, I actually, I think, Figment was 35 or something. Yeah, I think this one is 29. I, it's not in this article, but I watched the video earlier, and I think they said 29.99 for it. So it is nice, though. I wouldn't want it, but it is nice. The one I want is the big piece of crap. Millennium Falcon. Yeah, Millennium Falcon. That's the one I wanted. Hunk of junk. Yeah. I call it the big piece of crap. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, this is pretty cool. New table service restaurant, John. You heard about this one? In Japan. Yeah. And apparently, from what I read, I, I, guess, I guess it's replacing Tokyo Dining, is my thought. Yeah. Yeah, because that other new steakhouse is still there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, this is called... Shh, don't... Them. Good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> and if I curse, I apologize because it is pretty close. <laughs> it's Shikiki Sai Sushi Izakawa Izakaya coming to Epcot. I didn't do too bad, John. No, Shiki Sai Sushi Izakawa is coming to Japan May 11th. 
which they've already came. I'm going to try to pop open the menu here for us, John. You all excited? Sushi! I love Dragon sushi. rolls. I love sushi. Tuna rolls. Sam rolls. You love I love sushi, don't you? I, yeah, I'm a fan. First time I ever had it was at Walt Disney World because I was scared everywhere else. That was a scare. Where are we at with the menus here, John? You were supposed to have them up for me already. I apologize. Where the hell is it? It, it can be that far off. I mean, the time me, Lisa, and JJ ate at Tokyo Dining, they had a giant sushi uh, section of their menu. So it, it's not surprising that they, I guess they're just probably re-theming, re the restaurant a little bit. But yeah, Tokyo Dining is still open, dude. Oh, is it? Well, it's then where in the world is this place? It's on the second floor. Maybe it, I don't know. Maybe I am. They're all on the second floor. Yeah, it's second floor. Because there's a list here for Tokyo Dining, but maybe... I don't know how they'd squeeze all that in. Because Teppanito's the new steakhouse, isn't it? No, no, the Garden. No, no which one is the... the Teppanito's. No, uh, the Kasura Grill, right? No, I think that's the quick service. Yeah, that is. That's the upstairs. Yeah, that's where we got sushi the first time. So it must be Takumi is the steakhouse. That's yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So let's do the... Oh, I hit Takumi first. Let's do the new menu for this joint. I'm trying to see. They don't have... There's no pricing here, John. Oh, that means it's free. Yes. Small plates is what they're saying here, but... There's not much here. I don't know what's going on here. I don't know. I read the idea, and it sounds interesting. That, like they're going to bring, you know, order for the table, bring out a, a whole slew of food for everybody to try a bite or two. So it almost mm -hmm. sounds like tapas or... Uh, well, it's kind of like Spice side. Road, Japanese Spice yeah, Road table. Yeah. Right. Because they have uh, small plates. There's a carriage chicken, salmon, masaki, tomato salad with avocado, then they got sushi, a Kabora sushi. Translates to overflowing sushi, and this item is overflowing with flavor. It features, uh, it's a tuna. It has tuna, green onion, and salmon roe. And then they have a uh, Tokyo Naiji roll. is a combined green onion tempura roll with tuna tataki and topped with jalapeno aioli. That sounds hot, John. And then there's only one entree here. It's Japanese savory pancakes is made with a batter flour. Now, hey, let me see something else here. Let me hit this menu here. See what this pops up. Well, maybe it's more of a lounge than a, yeah. a sit-down no, restaurant. No, but it looks like, because they have, they have one, uh, they have another menu here. I'm just trying to see. They have a filet mignon here. Sun-dried tomato risotto cake. I don't know what's going on here. I'm sorry, guys, but, you know, I was pretty uh, excited about this, but they don't have much listed here yet. Well. Yeah. What is updated here? Tapanito was updated on 23rd, John. Tapanito. Yeah, that has a bunch of sushi and entrees here. 
Yeah, Tapanito is still there, John. Yeah. Their Filet Mignon is a six-ounce six ounce tenderloin USD choice served with garden salad. Udon noodles, baby, and vegetable and steamed white rice for 46 bucks. That's not a bad deal. No, and you get a uh, show. Yeah. And then they got Hotate. Hotate. You know what Hotate is? I'm afraid I don't. It's cold water ocean scallops served with garden salad, udon noodles, vegetables, and steamed white rice for $65. That sounds really good. This is their new menu. It just released this May. So, you know what EBI is? EBI? Sounds like eel. Do you hear me okay, John? Yeah. yeah. Okay, because I was a little away from the mic. Everybody loved my uh, picking on everybody that smacks their lips on the show. <laughs> and swallow literally i have this microphone about a foot from my face and i'll watch these other podcasts and they literally eat the mic and i don't understand it do you no i guess i gotta get up close and personal so. you know you hear every swallow they make but e-buy you know what e-buy is e-b-i no okay 10 grilled shrimp served with garden salad udon noodles vegetable and steam steam white rice that's only thirty-three dollars, John. That's a good deal for ten shrimp with udon noodles, homemade udon. Yeah. You 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 have to admit yeah. you love some udon after I told you about them, don't you? I, I do indeed, and as long as they're not salad shrimp. No, but it sounds really good. Then they got salmon. They got a six ounce. I don't know six six ounce fresh Scottish Scottish salmon fillet served with spicy. Yuzo sauce and served the garden salad, udon noodles, vegetable, and steamed white rice, $37. I love the fact that all these comes with udon noodles because it sticks to your ribs. Uh, Julianne steak, 8-ounce thin sliced beef strip served the garden salad, udon, vegetable, and steamed white rice, that's $42. They got a New York cut steak served with all the same stuff. It's a 7-ounce for $40. They have Yasi, Y-A-S-A-I. You know what that is, John? Yeah, uh, Yasi. Yeah, there you go. You, you, what'd you roll? Five fives, huh? Very good. Yeah, yeah. Seasonal vegetables, mushroom with tofu served at Garden Salad Udon. That's $26. You got Tori, which is an eight-ounce boneless chicken breast served with all the other stuff for 32 You got Yino. It's $42, but this is not a bad deal either. It's chicken and shrimp with the udon noodles and all. You got Nuhubashi. Nihubashi. It's steak and chicken served with everything for 43 And then you got Asakusa. You want Asakusa? <laughs> you don't want Asakusa? <laughs> That's okay. It's A-S-A... K-U-S-A, Asakusa. It's it's steak and shrimp served with udon noodles and all for $44, which prices in here aren't too bad, John. No, no me at least ain't there uh, a couple of years, or a year and a half ago or so, right before, or I think that was right when we did find out that she had uh, uh, had to have surgery and stuff, and yeah, we had a great time. No. Well, I'm looking to go back. It's been a while since I've been here, and uh, Prices aren't too bad. Uh, California roll, an eight-piece California roll is only 14 bucks. 
Sashimi sampler, two piece of tuna, two of salmon, two of yellowtail for 16. It's not bad, John. You can go in and get a California roll and a volcano roll for 34 bucks and a couple drinks. Then I'd be happy, John, wouldn't you? Yeah, there you go. I know I want some udon noodles. So. Yeah, udons are. Gr I'm so glad you like them, John. I, 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 I'm, I'm happy when I tell somebody something's good and they and they like it. There's just there's a good flavor to them, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. It's a lot more, you know, because I'm always thinking pasta is pasta is pasta and bland until you put something with it. Mm -hmm. But it, it, it's something about them that uh, the way they make them that it's really really tasty. I love them with everything. I my local place here, I do udon with shrimp, chicken, steak. I just love the udon noodles. Large crane arrives at Cinderella's castle. You seen it? Have you have you seen that from the parking lot, John? To remove the fiftieth decor. I'm trying to remember if I've seen it there. I've seen cranes quite a few places, uh, but no, I didn't notice it at the Magic Kingdom, but. I mean, I see cranes at Magic Kingdom so much when they're, de you know, they're decorating the Cinderella's Castle all the time. So, yeah, it's not unusual to see them out there. Dude, I also seen on the news today, Gucci backpack. It's a vintage one because it's, it's the last one, John. Gucci backpack, Disney Springs. What do you think a Gucci leather backpack goes for? $475. Dude, times that by six. Oh wow! It's twenty six hundred and some odd dollars, John. Down from three thousand. <laughs> oh, some sale. <laughs> and that's the way they announced it. It's on sale. <laughs> Better grab two. Uh, uh, somebody's taking more gummies than me, John. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> uh, what else do we have here? Uh, Disneyland Splash Mountain to close late May, so. And they're almost done with Splash Mountain out there, too, John. Yep, yep. Uh, what else do we have here, Johnny? I'm trying to go through the news. Oh, did you see that? Not to go away from Disney, but that new land, that universal land that they're doing over there, man, that's some that's some major stuff they're doing, John. I think that's going to put a little dent in Disney because I've been booking a lot more universal trips, and that new theme park they're making looks really good. Mario Land or, or uh, Nintendo Land or whatever the heck it is. Uh... But it's called uh, Universe, uh, Universal, Universe of Universe or whatever the hell it is, whatever. Yeah, that, yeah. It looks really good. Uh, Wilderness Lodge Pool is being worked on again, guys. So if you're going down, check. Again, check with your travel agent or check with Disney cast members when you're booking your trips to see if uh, some of these resorts are having uh, work done. So, you know, uh, if you're on the fence of staying and you like the main pool for the kids, you might want to switch places. If, it, if a main pool's down to some people, pool people, that means a lot. Yeah, it does. And it's this time, it's that time of year. You want to you want to have that pool to take your break at, so... Uh, first signage goes up at uh, Epcot for World of Water, John. Hey, it's about time. Uh, it looks like just a... I don't know what it's going to be. This has been the most perplexing new area that I've ever seen. What about you, John? 
Is it going to be an attraction? No. Is it going to be a walkthrough? Maybe. Is it going to be a water splash area? Maybe. I don't know. So, yeah, I agree. Uh, I'm still kind of confused as to what it is. Maybe I mean, it's like a, a Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse yeah. type thing. It kind of is. on I don't know. Like, you'll see, if you look at the artist renderings here, there is some, like, jumping water, like, over there by, uh, the, you know, kind of like over by where Honey, I Shrunk the Audience used to be. And Yeah. 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 There's, like, some jumping water here. There's some waterfalls. But it says, unfortunately, the, and blah, blah, blah. Here we go. Where are we at here? First signage installed at Journey of Water Inspired Moana. While the Journey of Water Inspired by Moana is still not set to open until late this year, the walkthrough attraction is getting closer to completion with addition of the first entry signage at the attraction. I mean, it's going to be... Dude, it's going to be great just because the freaking walls are down, John. There you go. Let the wind come through. Uh, we got to look at the attraction entrance today where the first of the warning and entry signage has been installed. Unfortunately, the image is not clear enough to make the signage out in detail, although we can see journey of water as well as accessibility symbols. But yeah, there's a journey of water concept art, sh art shows flowing waterfalls as well as water jumping over pathways. The giant the fitty fitty the giant to fitty statue sits next to the pool of water near the back of the attraction. It's part of the World Nature neighborhood of Epcot and is set to open set to open this fall. So basically it's gonna be a big huge walkthrough and the only difference is instead of walking through and hardly doing anything at uh what were the what were they called, John East and West uh oh, oh. Oh, interventions instead, yes, yeah. instead of walking through the air conditioner and looking at stuff and barely doing anything now you're going to be walking outside looking at flowers and barely doing anything is basically what it is and yeah, maybe getting a splash yeah yeah and and if we're walking to if we're walking to canada to eat the salier and brenda's hair gets wet it's going to piss me off that's all i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Doug's over there. I've been waiting forever for this to open. Oh, God, now our hair's wet. Oh, crap. Uh, what is this? Space 220 has an updated menu, it says, John. You, you, I want to eat there, don't you? Yeah, it's on the list of, of places that I want to go to, but I don't know if it's actually grabbed anything with Lisa's interest. So. Well, let's see if there's the new menu has anything. I'm trying to find it here, Johnny. Do 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 What the hell? It's like everything's in the back. Alrighty then. Why is there no future world here? We're going. Well, I'm in Epcot. It goes American Outpost, American Adventure Pavilion, Canada, France, Japan. Where is the world? Oh, I forgot. We're at World Celebration, World Discovery, and World Nature now, John. Yes, get it right. Yeah, I'm I'm used to. It's not future world anymore. I'm I'm used to the land and the sea, you know. Space 220 updated for dinner. Let's see what they have here, Johnny. Let's see what the prices are. The fixed dinner is. What do you think the fixed dinner is now, John? 
crazy it's 79 dollars to fix dinner john 80 dollars <laughs> very good dude second guess is always your strongest point i'm telling you guess select one of each an appetizer a liftoff it's called a star course which is the entree and a supernova sweet dessert john i don't think that's too bad 80 dollars a piece if you get an appetizer an entree and a dessert deal it depends what they are well, I'm going to read them to you right now, John. Are you close you to home yet? Uh, i got about 10 minutes. Okay, so we'll make it 15. Anyhow, <laughs> for the appetizer, John, you get the Big Bang Burrata, which is your new favorite TV show now. Uh, yes, I am enjoying it. Bazinga, dude, as you told me. <laughs> uh, it's a burrata de mozzarella, grilled artichoke hearts, arugula, sunflower seeds, and Roma Seco. Uh, you got a starry. Oh, they're so. There's this. Now, speaking of Big Bang Theory, this reminds me of Raj. He would do one of his dinner buffets with these names. <laughs> Did you see that? Have you seen him where he wants to cater parties yet? And he comes up with all no, these. No, I haven't things. got to that. Yeah, yeah I haven't well, got there yet. Yeah, he does a Halloweeny because he's doing a Halloween party. He's going, We're going to have Halloweenies. <laughs> So, but anyway, we're going to have a starry calamari, John. Fried calamari, Italian cherry pepper, spicy marinara, roasted peppers, and citrus aioli. You got blue moon cauliflower. Is it tempura fried cauliflower, house-made hot sauce, and a blue cheese dust. Neptune tartare, John, which is a yellowfin tuna, yuzo ginger, miso soy, Neptune avocado, radish apple, sesame. I will say there's still like five more, so there's plenty of appetizer options here, John. Uh, you got a, a Caesar salad, uh, space greens, a seafood cannoli rocket, is shrimp scallop, snapper, snapper, saffron cream sauce, and a salmon caviar chives, Neptune tartare, roasted asparagus soup, and a roast beet salad. So there are plenty of, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. There's ten appetizers to choose from, John. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's a good selection. And if, you know, if me, you, Lisa, and Brenda went, we could choose four. I'll try go. a little bit of everything. So it's not bad. Or if you and Lisa went, or me and Brenda, you get two appetizers. The roasted asparagus soup has jumbo lump crab meat in it, John. That sounds tasty. Roasted poblano and red peppers as a citrus, chili oil, and croutons. I think that's what me and you're getting, John. We'd say uh, we no, share. I'm, I'm probably getting a burrata. Oh, there you I go. I love the burrata. Okay. So you got entrees. Slow rotation zero G short ribs. You got braised short ribs, cheddar grits, bacon rainbow carrots, and Brussels sprouts. John, you got a red snapper on this menu with a fennel and potato stew, John. Fennel and potato stew. That sounds really good, doesn't it? Yeah, sounds different, right? Uh, terra bolognese, which is a corn linguine, uh, macadamia nut, ricotta, zucchini, and mushrooms. You got a miso salmon. is a miso glazed salmon. Eight ounce filet mignon, John. With a cabaret butter, potato leek, 
and you can add shrimp for nine or a half lobster for 15. Dude, you got a tomahawk 16 ounce pork chop. Uh, you got a pan roasted swordfish, shrimps, little neck clams, prime Edwards Island mussels. It's a pan roasted swordfish sapinio. And it's tomato, fennel, seafood broth, toasted garlic bread, slow roasted chicken, and then uh, a spice pad Thai, which is Thai noodles. And then they have a bunch of side dished here, dishes here, fried potato wedges, roasted fingerling potatoes, broccolini. And your desserts are carrot cake, chocolate cheesecake, gelato and sorbet, shortcake, coconut panna cotta, and vanilla bean Greek yogurt parfait. So I don't think that's bad for 80 bucks, John. I think they offer you a lot of food. Yeah, it doesn't sound like that that terrible, but I mean, still, you're thinking if if uh, me and Lisa went for lunch and uh, got a couple of beers and spent it over two hundred dollars. This is a, the dinner that's a, menu. That's an expensive lunch. Okay, well, expensive dinners. So, yeah. yeah, I think they have they have the lunch menu too, which is separate. I think you could buy that. Uh, here we go, Space 220 lunch. I think that is you just. The lunch is fifty-five dollars. Okay. For the same thing, John. My dad would go in there. Why am I paying twenty nine? Why am I paying twenty four dollars more? He would lose his mind. Oh, I'm I think. Uh, yeah, I the, think the reason that we haven't eaten here yet is I don't think they do a cast member discount just yet. So there you go. <laughs> so. And the they have a couple appetizers missing, but they also have less entrees. Like you have a corn linguine with a ricotta zucchini mushroom. You got the miso salmon. But you also have a signature hamburger, just signature beef blend, white cheddar, cheese, bacon, shredded lettuce, tomato, fried potato wedges, and a sriracha aioli. They got the chicken breast, they got a spaghetti and shrimp, steak and fritters, and tuna tataki. But I'm sorry, I, I would not go in here for 55 hours for a freaking hamburger. Would you? I would feel a little silly. No, that's kind of like the dining plan. You you yeah. feel obligated to look at it and try to figure out the most expensive item on there and get it. So yeah, can I see your receipts? I want to know what cost you guys the most. <laughs> hey, can I can I go down there and check out them invoices from this morning? Let me yes. see what you what what uh, Cisco sent you back. Uh... Yeah, one hundred. Yep, one hundred percent. Let me know what cost the most. Uh, what else we have here, Johnny? I don't see much else. You had some new t-shirts and stuff out for the 100. You'll be able to get them for us at the cast members connection next year for a half price, a quarter price. Uh, pretty much. That's what the fifth, a lot of the 50th anniversary stuff is now. Yeah. It's about all the news I have, John. The, ma the major news was, is we're all happy about, is some things are going back to pre-cheapy-chapic times. And, dude, everything's going in the right direction. Lightning Lane prices are going down. If they would get rid of Lightning Lane, dude, I would be the happiest kid on the planet. Well, Doug, you, you sat and you wished and you wished and you wished and you got rid of uh, Stargate and Taco Land. So, Dude, you know, was that was those pictures incredible? Of uh, It's all over Twitter, them ripping uh, Harmonious apart in the back. Yep. 
So, I mean, you did get that done. So, hey, let's see what else you can do, Doug. Hey, well, I don't toot my horn around here often, John. You know I'm not a bragger. I don't speak well about myself. I don't use You're any... one of the most modest people I dude, know. Dude, I know, dude. I've never <laughs> once... Never once patted myself on the back, but I am going to do and, this. And this I time. don't lie either. Yeah, no. So yeah. yeah, and and I will have to say, uh, I did say from the first second I saw those barges that I hated them. Did I or did I not? Did I even waver on that the whole time, John? <laughs> nope. Uh-uh. As soon as I seen that in my world showcase lagoon, I was like, "What are you doing? <laughs> what is going on here?" Like, for the love of God, I don't understand how. None of the Disney, any of the people on the board, on in Imagineering, I don't know how any of like the major Imagineers they had to have said I, that might have made what made Brody finally quit. John <laughs> saying, "What are we doing around here?" Yeah, you know that's the craziness. Like you know, Tony back a lot of those old time Imagineers and a lot of even the new ones had to sit there and say, "What are we thinking with this?" And the, and the thing is, so much money would have been taken away from other budgets to go make this. That's a wasted time. And, and now especially, I mean, what a, what suffered, you know, what could have been made better yeah. uh, without, uh, I mean, what, maybe, there, that's a whole other attraction in uh, Galaxy's Edge at Hollywood Studios. Well, you know? The way to make the analogy is, is it, the craziness of it is, it would be like spending like 10 thousand dollars to get all the landscaping done in your front yard making it absolutely gorgeous and then going out and buy a winnebago and park it so you can't see anything <laughs> and then not only do you have to get rid of the winnebago you have to get rid of the ten thousand dollars worth of landscaping you got yes i mean it's like world showcase is so beautiful to look at it's like it's a freaking masterpiece is it or is it not john it's the enjoyment of being out there absolutely i mean there's nothing better in my life that i can think of as loving my family blah 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 but being there with brenda like i said last trip we're there in italy and just viewing her roaming around and looking at the beauty of world showcase looking across it at night when the torches used to come on for illuminations did it get any better than that john you were excited that's a good time yeah i was never excited about harmonious at all at all it's just sad i'm kind of disappointed i never even saw it uh, I live here. I work here. <laughs> I never went and saw it. No, I. It was. It just. I'm so glad it's gone. So that's a highlight. That gone. A bunch of the chaping stuff going away. Reservations gone. Uh, crowds are going down. Prices are going down for booking some trips. Hopefully it continues. Even some of the cast members I booked trips with, we were talking about. They, we were talking about the most complaints they get with the, because like, I was talking about how I feel like I'm gouging the crap out of my clients for everything I'm asking for. After I tell them, oh, they're all excited, they'll book the trip, they get their reservations for Hollywood Studios, and then I have to break the news. Well, there's five years going, and you know if you want to see Rise of the Resistance, you're going to pay probably another hundred twenty to one hundred and twenty-five dollars. What? 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 what, what? <laughs> You know how know how sad that is, John, when you have to break that news to him, especially people that aren't in the know. Like the trip I'm booking, his wife likes to go, but he knows not. He's been there a couple times, but he knows nothing about Disney. You know, he don't want to know nothing about Disney. And when I'm telling him about Lightning Lane, it was like I was, it was like I was literally punching him in the face, John. It was annoying him so bad. So. Uh, well, Doug, I can understand that. You know, I mean, if. 
but you're also paying for a convenience factor. There is nothing stopping those people from getting up at 6.30 and being there at 7 o'clock and going on Rise of the Resistance first thing for free. Yeah. I mean, there's. No, I mean, you can do that. I mean, so it's not like you have to pay this. If you want to ride it, you can do it. You just have to work hard to do it. Yeah, so. well, it used to be you worked hard to get a fast pass to go back. Now you got to yeah, work. Yeah. Now, that's the difference. Like, like even now, John, even if you, what you're saying at 6.30, when you got a 63-year-old mother, John, and you're trying to get there because that's what they're taking their mother with them and they're two kids, you know what it's like. I mean, me and you, John, first thing in the morning, we could be at the park every single freaking day at 6 a.m. Could we or couldn't we not? Sitting there with a cup of coffee. No, if, if, if if me and you went on a trip, we would get everything done at every park by 1 o'clock in the afternoon and be sitting at the pool at 2. <laughs> exactly. Or sitting at the bar or wherever, having a nice lunch. And Absolutely. that's great. But our wives, they don't, and it shouldn't, they shouldn't. For the money we pay to do this, you shouldn't have to be there. And you know how hard it is to get wrestle up. You and me and you have enough problems wrestling Lisa and Brenda up. Let alone having two kids and a, and a mother-in-law. You know, and I've been there with the mother-in-law, too, trying to get her ready. And I, I will say this. Mom's ready faster than Brenda. <laughs> so if I tell Mom, Mom, I want out of here at 7 o'clock, Mom will be sitting there with her hands folded with the purse on her lap ready to go at 7 o'clock. <laughs> now, Brenda will not. You know, Brenda will tell me I'm leaving at 8 if you like it or not. You know? Yeah. This is yeah, my vacation, much a, too. That's what I get, too. That's what I get. And I'm like, really? Come on. But, all kid is. I mean, if you want to go sit and do nothing, we can go to the beach. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yes. And all kid is, I, Brenda, deserves that. She works. You know what I mean? She works hard, too, and that's blah, blah, blah. But the point is, when you tell these people that, they don't get it. Like, most people don't understand that you, you – for that ride, you need to be there at 630 in the morning. And if it's working, because it might not even be ready to go It's you know, first thing at a gate at drop. You know what I'm saying, John? So who knows? Yeah. But – Hopefully things continue to roll back, and that's what we're hoping for, uh, park reservation. But the lady that I was talking to, she said they're her two biggest complaints. And I said, I'm not much of a complainer, lady, you know, but I'm going to give my two cents. I said, let me guess what the other one is. She goes, we get two major complaints all the time, the lightning lane, paying extra for it. And what do you think her second biggest complaint is? Old strollers on the buses. No, no. <laughs> Now, what do you think her second biggest complaint from booking trips are that she gets uh, feedback from? from? Uh, it might have been the parking fees for the uh, hotels and stuff that like that. That was one of them. That, we did yeah. mention that. No, Magical Express is the other biggest Oh, complaint. yeah, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. And I get that all the time. Don't I get the bus thing? How, now I got people asking me, how am I getting there? You understand? And now I got to tell them, now you got to pay even more. And like me and the lady on the wonderful lady on the phone, the cast member said, we all knew we were paying for it anyway, but it was hidden. We didn't know how the sausage was made. You know what I'm saying, John? It's just like, Yippers. hide it in there again. They should, that was... That was the worst mistake, Disney. I think that was that and the bar. I think that's going to come back as almost as big as the barges. What do you think, John? Magical Express. I don't know. Uh, I I still don't completely understand why they got rid of it in the first place. There was a whole there was the whole point about that when it was brought around was to keep people on property and to avoid people renting cars and going off property, going to Universal and and Kennedy Space Center and SeaWorld and all that stuff. And by getting rid of it, they 
put the power back into the people to rent cars and go off property. So I, I it counteracts what they were trying to do in the well, first place. You just answered so, that too because my buddy Billy is renting a car now because of yeah. No Magical Express. So it, it defeats the purpose of what the original reasoning was, you know? So I don't I don't understand it. And so. he's going for nine days and he goes to me, he goes, Well, being some renting a car, I only want a five day pass for Disney and we're gonna go up to Universal a day or two. Yeah. Well, there you go. If he wouldn't have had to rent a car and had Magical Express, he would not be going to Universal. Yeah, because then you'd have to pay, uh, you know, seventy-five dollars for a shuttle to go from uh, Disney to Universal, or an Uber fifty bucks to, yeah. to go from Disney to Universal, and have to think about all that. And when, uh, why? You know, you just stay on Disney property and go for ten days. But yeah, yeah well, that's the deal. With him, he goes. Well, yeah. my kids want to see the two kids want to see Universal. They want to go on the coaster because his wife is the Disney nut. The kids love Disney, too, but they also love Harry Potter. So he's like, well, we'll just drive up there a day or two now. So you lost two days. Yeah, and it's not only that. I mean, Universal has beautiful hotels, too. So, I mean, uh, you could certainly factor in, well, we'll just stay at Universal for three nights instead of staying that nine days at Disney. So. I will say so far this year, John, in the past calendar year, I have booked more Universal trips than I've had Disney trips, and that's the first time I've ever done that. Yeah. And I've had, even Judith has had least complaints about Universal than she did Disney, John. <laughs> even though she said, she would did say the food is good, but not as good as Disney food. No, no, that's been the, me and Lisa's biggest issue. There are some really good restaurants at Universal, but it's uh, City Walk and that type of stuff. The stuff actually in the parks is very mediocre at best. But even then, with like I, because uh, I remember many moons ago, the uh, I we did a which one called a Amoglasi had the couple places there which were really good. But Judith said even the ones at City Walk, she liked them, but they're not as good as their her Disney restaurants. So, but the no, whole... the uh, the places we liked it. Uh, I mean, uh, I liked Margaritaville. At, uh, and that's pretty much the same every Margaritaville you go to, so that's really good. And then there's a, a hot dog Hall of Fame place out there that is is simply amazing. It's got baseball hot dogs from around the country and a baseball theming, and it's the coolest place ever. So really love that place. But yeah, the rest of otherwise the food at Disney is is far superior. Nah, you didn't actually hear my wife and my mother-in-law, and my sister-in-law out there screaming. Have you guys? No, they're out there yelling, having a hoot and hollering time. And, like, I'm not in here recording. I had to go correct them after we're done this show, John. Oh, 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 oh. I had to go put my foot down and get my butt kicked. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Three on one, John. My three girls will beat my crap. You ever remember the show My Three Sons? Yes. I got my three girls out there. And they kick my butt as much as Fred McMurray's butt got kicked on My Three Sons. So. But yeah, anyhow, they'll probably stick the dog on you. Yeah, he does stick up for me. I will give him that. He does stick with the boys. But now, nah, Johnny, I wish everybody out there a very, 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 very happy Mother's Day. And uh, thanks, thank goodness for all the wonderful mothers out there. Mom, I miss you and I love you. And want to wish Brenda's moms a happy Mother's Day. Mom, happy Mother's Day, and I love you. And all of our listeners out there, happy Mother's Day. Go ahead, Johnny. Happy Mother's Day, but you still have to fold your strollers. Yes. Well, and if you don't fold your strollers, you might be called the other mother. But that's another story for another day, right, Johnny? There you go.
All right, guys, everybody be kind to one another, and we will talk to you real soon. Say goodbye, John. Bye-bye, folks. Have a great week. That's it, guys. We're going to hop off our stools and pay our tabs and get on out of here. If you guys could, could you please head over to iTunes if you enjoy the show and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Even if you don't, we'd really appreciate it. Also, you can head over to Twitter and find John at Beer Solo. You can find me at Grumpy6767. You can find us both at WDW Main Street on Twitter and Facebook. Also, head over to Podbeam and check out WDW Main Street and you can find all our sponsors there. Everybody be kind to one another. We will talk to you real soon. Bye, guys.